You're listening to the best of the Tom Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My her special stripe. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. <laughs> We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and you know we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there, and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights, or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is is eight hundred seven seven zero seven zero zero eight. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Brought to you by Brad Sean Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had in studio John Bush. Talking about taking road trips and traveling with family without all that good stuff. Next on The Best Of... Courtesy of Dave. Of your husband, Dave. Mm-hmm. I thought he was asleep. Why is he? Gone? No, he's asleep. Eddie, Eddie Grant? Is this? This is Bruce. Oh. The boss. Oh, it's the boss. This is called Part Man, Part Monkey. <laughs> she found one. There it is. Part Man, Part Monkey. Tom Bernard, ladies and gentlemen. It's all true. Very ape like. I understand. I should start walking on my hands. <laughs> he sent fantastic. me that one or the Magilla Gorilla theme song. Oh, I like Magilla Gorilla. Gorilla was great. There's a, there's a weatherman down in uh, Des Moines. Uh, he looks like Grape Ape. Oh, really? His face, his eyes look like Grape Ape. Well, see, that's a good thing. There's no doubt about that. So uh, where are you from originally? Uh, Edina, Minnesota. So yes. why why are you living in Des Moines? I, I, so I was... Uh, Living in New York, and I and I started to tour with Triple Espresso, the show out of right, Twin Cities. Right, and uh, we we had a uh, there was a San Diego production going on, which was there for like ten years, and there was Minneapolis. The original guys were here, and and there was a couple touring, and 
It's like you know. It's like Brian Regan has that bit about when he was the little brother of the two older brothers, and and uh, he would always have to sit on the hump, the middle yes. of oh, the back seat. The car, but he yeah. decided to finally call it. I call the hump, so at least he was calling something. Yeah, well, that's I was true. like, I call the Des Moines. You know, I want to do the Des Moines one. You know, because uh, well. at least nobody. You know, at least I'm calling it. Anyway, I went down there. Six week run, turned into a year and four months. Longest running show in Iowa theater history. Really. Yeah, lived, it's a yeah. good show. It was, it's a good show, and I met my wife there, and then I, uh, and then we, st- I stayed. I just hung out, and then I decided, can I do, a, can I have a, a career doing stand-up comedy from here? And I, I focus on the corporate market, and uh, that's what I do. Yeah, I don't think that's it. It yeah. really doesn't matter where you are based now, does it? No, it doesn't. You're never home a, anyway. In that time, it changed so much. Where, yeah. You know, where, where uh, you know, uh, social media, and I can Skype an audition out in L.A. or New York. And uh, no, it's not the same as being out there, but I can still do that. And, yeah, but nobody cares, do right? they? Right. They don't nope. care about that. Nope. Um, I was I was called up on stage at Triple Espresso. You were, and I was in that I was in that show. You were you brought were. up to, for the magic set. But nobody knew who. who well, I and was. that's the cool thing about it. You just went along with a bit. You yeah, know? I didn't know. Look, oh, it was great. It was yeah. wonderful. Except for what was it? Fire or the a saw or something? Was, no, it was a fire. It was yeah, fire. Yeah. Drug, and then the I card. stepped away from. I yeah. didn't remember stepping away. Right. They probably pulled you in with the things and kind of. I yeah. forget what they're called, but there's these clamps that extend. Was and that Brian very, was Brian Kelly in that show. Brian Kelly is in that show. We play the yeah. same role. So, oh, you do? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because yeah, Brian Kelly works for the uh, St. Paul Saints. Great and guy, and, and he's he, I graduated with him. So, oh, did you? Yep, Medina, eighty-seven. Oh, I didn't. Eighty-seven. Yeah. yeah. God, I was already working at KQ when you graduated from high school. That's right. Is that a bad thing? No. Think about it. I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> think about that. But so, are you still doing triple espresso? I will. You know, I, the only time I do it now. So we opened this room in downtown uh, Des Moines. And in 2002, uh, called the Temple for Performing Arts, an old Masonic temple. They redid into a beautiful building and performance space. Uh, downtown Des Moines. It is, really. Yeah, beautiful. Because somebody else did that down in Georgia or something. Did the show. They took it. They took an oh, old Masonic temple yeah. and turned it into a theater. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And, it is and so this was like kind of this moment in Des Moines where more people were now coming back downtown for entertainment at night. And it was mm-hmm. the opening up what they call the, the Western Gateway, which has a sculpture mm-hmm. garden now and uh, music festivals. And it's a big deal there and uh but anyway so yeah i i, I went down there doing that show and I, well so i i do it like uh this will be our seventh time back middle of november through middle of january we were returning to the temple our seventh we're kind of the signature show of that room if there is yeah, one that comes yeah, back I can see that. and uh yeah yeah so that's nice it's nice because you know from mid-november mid-january i'm on the road white knuckling it to get to a gig yeah, know? that is nice. Yeah, I mean that's the only tough part of what I do is, is really the winter months. Like I just did a gig in South Dakota, um, and uh, it was for farmers. I performed for farmers. Yeah, it was exactly like performing for a painting of a group of farmers in South Dakota. <laughs> it was like, it was like you're looking at at, at American Gothic. Yeah, Grant yeah. Wood. You know that sure. just they're just staring back, and then they come up after you were great, and you're like, you can laugh. There's a, you know, <laughs> laughing's fine. Yeah, laughing's fine. Problem. They're doing an impression of Mount Rushmore in front of me. It's like, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I got a joke out of that. I did really. That was a painful gig. That where, was them just staring Dakota? the whole time. That was in Pierre, Pierre, South oh, Dakota. Pierre, South Dakota. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is spelled Pierre, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And what you do is in those, you just kind of you just put your head down and pedal, man, because you know. Yeah, that's all you can yeah, do. Yeah, and then just stay clean and don't lose your uh, your. Ass, you know, but I don't know. No, shit, I, understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just don't right. don't lose it. You know, just keep cool. But that's like so. But yeah, you know, most gigs go really good. So it's tri- triple espresso. Yeah, that do I the a Vegas tour? I don't think they've ever done Vegas. I don't think they've they done have they've done London, and yeah, we were in yeah. Ireland for a while, which was awesome. I mean, they loved us in in uh, in Dublin and in all over Ireland. We did like a did like a ten week tour, and uh, they loved it. 
You know, it's funny. They come up after and they go, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. They're all sad as they walk out the door. Well, their brilliant is good job. It's yeah. not brilliant. Yeah, it's not brilliant. It's just good they're job. They're saying we're brilliant. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's true. And they uh, sing along. I mean, the sing-alongs there, you know, because there's a part of the, the, the show where we do a sing-along. And they sing it like it's a soccer anthem. Home on the Range. The song Home on the Range. We do. I do a... Really? Yeah, there's a bit. I don't know if you remember that it's in the round. It's this sing-along. Oh, yeah. And uh, crowd likes it. It's got a lot of great comedy in it. But... Uh, they sing, and the sky, instead of the skies are not cloudy all day, they sing, and the skies are all cloudy all day. Are all cloudy are all day. Are all cloudy all day. It is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. Who's that actor, John Reese Davis? Is that his name? Darby's, I think. What? Oh. What happened? I just. No, the guy that was in The Tudors. He also oh, played yeah. Elvis. Or Davies. Yeah, John yeah, Reese Davies. Yeah. I thought it was Darby's. No, it's John Reese. We just had him on this morning. Yeah. He's from Ireland. Yeah. Irish guy. Mm. Nicest guy in the world. He just. I literally sat back and listened because he just talked for 10 oh, minutes. Oh, the way they talk. Fantastic. Like they, like they don't say, are you, are, you, uh, are you messing with me? Are you taking a piss? Are That's you what they say. <laughs> And you look down, you're like, I don't know. Is, it, I hope is that what we're doing? I hope I'm not. And but. crack, they were, crack is ancient Irish. It means fun. So they were like, oh, John, you should be here last night. We had great crack. Great crack. Great crack. Yeah. What's another one? Oh, I, I, uh, I didn't know that. This is stupid, but I didn't know that you don't chug down a Guinness. And, and I was in this bar, and this oh, old yeah. woman bartender was cleaning the bar, and she looks over and she goes, yeah, don't slap it like a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, an interesting take on it. And do you remember being in Ireland? Yeah. Oh, you do remember. Mm-hmm. Are you starting to remember stuff you never remembered before? I always remembered being in no. Ireland. No, you never. You don't remember being in Scotland? No. Why not? I don't know. Well, maybe you were too. You might have been only about six then. Yeah, I was relatively young. I know that much. Uh, but how could you not remember being at Turnberry? It was wonderful because I was young. Yeah, but you know, I, I remember stuff from when I was three. Well, not being in Scotland and Ireland. I remember being over at Loring Park. It was across the street from the house. <laughs> Yeah, that was about the it. The worst thing is like is when you have a uh, memory or something happens, you're alone and you can't tell anybody because they won't believe you. So the first night I got to Dublin, uh, Dublin, everybody, uh, the everybody, the cast, two guys, were yeah. uh, they're like, I'm going to bed. I don't know, I don't know what time we got in. I forget. But th- there was a couple people at the theater who were like, you want to go out? Let's go out. And so I was like, sure. So we went to this club called Raynards in D- Dublin, and it was really empty club, and there was a there was a, a roped off area for VIPs. I'm like, who's the Ooh. VIPs, right? And all I know is like half hour later. I'm on the dance floor with four other people. One of them is Bono. I'm dancing to Billie Jean. With Bono? With Bono and some woman he was with. I'm not saying anything. I'm just dancing next to him. And I was sitting there going, there's no way I can go to the theater tomorrow. Because it's like it's like the episode of, of, of Brady Bunch when Don Ho's at the airport. It's yeah. that ridiculous. Yeah, Don Ho at the airport. It's that ridiculous. I and I can't go. And the guys are like, so what did you do last night? I'm like, I, I danced uh, with Bono. And they're like, ha Anyway, I'm like, yeah, you're right. It didn't happen. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Two of those ridiculous. Happen. Where are they from in Ireland? Uh, are they from Dublin? Well... Uh, I don't know exactly where the band is, but I know that one of the things the Irish like to do is when they're driving down the road with people from America in the car, they always point over to that house. Oh, that's where Bono grew up. And oh, it's, so it's no, not they true. do that. No, no. But they have great, you know, I love them. Okay, so there's, good, though. there's these parts of, of Dublin that are like one of them's called, I think it's called the Spike. You know, it's like this, this uh, sculpture. It's big. And they always say, oh, you take a left at the Spike, at the, the spike by the dike. <laughs> and then, uh, and then there's a, or, there's, or they call that the stiffy by the liffy, which is like all oh, the stiffy by the liffy. Yeah, yes, absolutely. the tart with the cart, the Molly. I forget Molly Malone. Is that a thing? There, there's a there's yeah, a Molly statue. Malone. Oh, you take the tart with the cart, and then there's a, a statue in a 
uh, fountain. The, the floozy and the jacuzzi. These are all like landmarks, and that's how they describe them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, they're very big on limericks. They're so, so big yeah. on them. Yeah. They're yeah. also big on drinking. Mm-hmm. So well, I know I'm Scots-Irish, so everyone says I'm an angry drunk. Are you a booze hound? No. Don't lie. Don't <laughs> you're lie. Booze hound. Well, I need <laughs> no. to know if you're a booze hound. I have booze my hound. moments, but no, I'm a not a regular drinker. She has her moments of booze houndry. Well, that's what Rory McElroy two years ago, complained about American beer. Oh, yeah. It was too weak. He called it pissy American beer. Yeah, it's not, there's no alcohol in it. That's like Heine- Heineken tastes that way to me. Kind of pissy. Well, we there's like, there have to be a thousand different kinds of American beers. The thing. Well, that's true. It's yes. like, you know, what if he's talking about, yeah, things like Heineken, that's, at this point, it's really not American. It's like world beer, because right. it's everywhere. Right. Is it even made in America? No, I, and I didn't think it was. I just mean that's one that I always go, ugh. Like well, yeah, but that's it. what people are thinking of when they think of bad beer. Some I mean, beers are of, nasty. Some be, a lot of people don't like Guinness. I love Guinness. Oh, oh, I Guinness, do, too. Yeah, Guinness is really good. Yeah, it's yeah nice. Guinness is good. It yep. is really, really good. But he, yeah, I don't Heineken. It's been a long time since I've had a Heineken. I don't remember what it tastes like. I don't I think no I've idea. ever had one. A Heineken? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, the bar, the Kung Fu Tap and Taco I mentioned earlier, the Kung like Fu Tap the Northeast. <laughs> they like the, the oh, uh, Green Belt, Belt Northeast. Northeast. Yeah, oh, yeah. They like that Northeast. Yeah, we used to call it Brain Melt. Oh, the yeah. Brain, brain, brain melt. melt. Yeah, Brain yep. Melt Instead beer. of Grain Melt, it's Brain Melt. <laughs> do you remember the Schmidt Bit players? Yes, I do. There was these Schmidt commercials for Schmidt beer. And they'd be like, hey, Schmidt, did you ship the Schmidt shipment to Shanghai? No, I shipped it to Sheboygan. No. <laughs> you Shanghai the Schmidt shipment? You, know, you dumb Schmidt. It was like that. Yeah, so God. Minnesota. So bad. But, I, but you know that what? I would Minnesota. take that commercial over so many bad radio commercials now, in my opinion. Radio and television. Yeah, oh, there's some bad ones. I remember, I always liked the commercials where the, the guy does their own commercial and shouldn't have. I don't know if you remember Bradley exterminating, but there was a guy. Yeah, who, I do. Must yeah, have been absolutely. Bradley. Must who have been Bradley. Like, must have been like, Bradley. Nice home, isn't it? Well, it does have a few problems. Please, Roaches. Oh, Another yeah, one it has. And like, oh, the chroma keys moving around yeah. behind him. And, <laughs> Like, yes, why didn't I you stand remember. in front of a house, man? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you stand in front of a house? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't he? Right. But there are and some his hairdressers are missing all the where they're supposed to be. It's just, <laughs> just painful when they get when the local guys who own the places they want to do their own commercials. So what happened when you're with your experience with our company? Yeah, right. Come on, and you man. can tell the reading cue cards. Yeah, you, you see the eyes going it. back and forth. Oh yeah, I just don't do your own commercials. It's not a good. Some people are good at it. You know, uh, Dick Enrico. He's good at it. He's really good at it. My dad used to advertise uh, for Winnebago and and uh, was old he country Winnebago buffet. man? He was an old country buffet. He yeah. did the old, he did old country buffet commercials, and he was pitching one time. He goes to them the commercial, the whatever people that you know at, at old country buffet, the yeah. higher ups. Okay, so what's going to happen is this guy's going to come up with the tray, and and this guy uh, at the table says, "Bush, let me stop you there." And he's like, "Why?" He goes, "Oh, we don't let the customers use trays anymore at old country buffet." And he's like, "Why?" He said, "Oh, we people were foregoing the plates and using the trays oh, themselves." No. Oh, oh God, I know. Oh, oh. just dump it right on there. That'd be good. Yeah. Andy likes well, the amount of space, you know. I mean, yeah, you can really put space. the potatoes over oh, the corner. That's true. Well, if you need so much food that it won't fit on a plate on a tray, then <laughs> it's time be. to go on a diet. Yeah. Time to back off. Time Should to back off a just buffet. a little bit. Well, Andy, you love Golden Corral. I don't love it, but I like it. Well, didn't really mean to love it, but you're Never very fond there. of it. No? Good food there. Do they? I always yeah. have. It's I'm weird. I always have. I always think Olive Garden's good, but that get rips, rips on by everybody, you know. <laughs> but I was like, I like their salad. I did their very first commercial. Yeah, yeah. When they first were, were was it Pillsbury General uh, General Mills? One of them started. 
old uh, Olive Garden, but I can't remember. Yeah. But I do remember I did that, their commercials for them, and then people said later on, it's like, it's not really Italian food, you know. I said, yes, it is. Pasta. It's close Pasta, enough. Yes, it's, good. it's close enough. So yeah, it's it all works out. Subsidiary anyway. of Darden Restaurants. Darden. So they were bought. Which itself is they owned um, Red Lobster. Oh, they di- owned Red Lobster also. Who they sell that to? Uh, let's see here. Golden Gate Capital. Oh, okay. So it's a San Francisco. Oh, yeah, okay. General Mills did own Darden. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that makes sense. Because I knew it was either General Mills or one of those. Um, Andy, would you look up and see if it's true that Second Wind sold for a billion dollars to a Chinese firm? You know, Dick Enrico owned yeah. Second Wind. Yeah. Somebody told me he just sold it for a billion dollars. Well, there you go. It's like secondhand workout equipment. Well, it's not fair. have you been in Second Swing? Second Swing, yeah. Which yeah. is sister store? Yeah. Uh, it's not second-hand equipment anymore. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're absolutely right about that. Well, Second Wind was doing $100 million in annual revenue, so... Good God! It's a Taiwanese company. Yeah, it is now. Yeah, Ty- Taiwanese bought it. Ladies and gentlemen, John Bush, tonight, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, he will be at Royal Comedy Theater. Thank you for having me on. That's a great pleasure. Nice to see yes. you again. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, go see John Bush, and we'll talk to you next week. Tom Bernard Show. That was John Bush on The Best Of. Coming up next, we had comedian Brian Scolero in studio. And guess what? Fat people have rights too, y'all. No matter what size your neck is. Next on The Best Of. This song. My apologies. All apologies. I love that song. A little Kurt Cobain, a little Nirvana. What else can I say? Everybody's gay. He probably wouldn't be able to sing that song, though, I suppose. Yeah. This is my kind of emo music. It's really a grunge. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a good song. Everybody's gay. He <laughs> does sing that. I, know, I, I just did not know why it didn't click till right now. Yeah, that's, he does. That's pretty yeah, funny he lyric. Just said he it. Does <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just said it just there. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Scalaro in studio, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, tomorrow night, eight and ten thirty at Acme. Come down. Yeah, come down and see him. I, Go down and see him. It's a great place anyway. It's just a great club. So well run, and I need some uh, some sober people there. <laughs> why? Because you know, it's so annoying. The guy yelled out Hardy Boys yesterday. What, what was the reasons? Who knows? Well, I was heckling him. Yeah. I have yeah. seen that crew drunk before. Oh, I have too. Oh, those guys. Oh, we, yeah. They, um, oh, we party. Twenty-five year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was talking. I was at the twenty-five year anniversary, and another 
restaurant. People from J.D. Hoyt's came in and oh, did the service great. that night to the crowd and, and to them, and they were just out of oh. control. Well, every time <laughs> you're done with a drink, they just handed you another one. Just kept doing it. And then, I mean, this cool. one young lady went from one lap to another lap to another lap. Oh, it was Candace. No, it wasn't Candace. It was Candace, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Candace so nice. wasn't part. She was there. Was she there? No, she uh, was, was there. She, she, was, she a, was there because she, she said there. she was drinking scotch with Lewis. No, she, that was, was, <laughs> she was there, that was but she was in a dark... Oh, I was in Colorado. Yeah, with, uh, for, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Chad oh. Daniels, he was filming a, filming a special. Oh, and that God, was the first time. Chad Daniels. I just, <laughs> one of the great lines of all time. Lewis Lee, who owns Acme, just to poke the bear... Chad comes off stage, it killed it, had a great set. Yeah. And Lewis Lee says to him, Chad Daniel, do you know headliner? Wow. <laughs> he did his best, like, Chinese voice. Oh, yeah. Like, what the hell, Lewis? <laughs> oh, you know, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Because yeah. our studio used to be there. No, I know, you were right. I was there that one time. Yeah. yeah. A couple so, times. So we were there. And all the people had moved out or whatever that, you know, and Lewis was worried that he'd have to move the club and yeah. all this stuff, right? Calls me one day and he says, uh, Tom, I got an answer. I got an answer. I said, okay. He said, should I meet you at the studio? I said, yeah, that sounds good. Because, you know, I love the building. Yeah, it's a nice building. So he comes and he goes, okay, here's how we're going to solve the problem. I can keep the club where it is. I said, yeah, what's the answer? He goes, you buy the building. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, I should buy a, what is it, an eight-story building? Yeah, I I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a disc jockey. We don't really have that kind of dough, but, you know. McDonald's was shut up. I never got got that check. I never got the check. That's funny. But that is a great club. It's got a great feel. It's one of my favorite clubs. Like, when I go there, I know it's going to be a problem-free week. Like, literally, I was in... Arkansas, somebody threw a chair at me in April. What people, is this? That, yeah, everybody just comes in here now. People getting violent. They're, they're getting worse and worse. There was a group Why? of people waiting outside of a club in Reno to fight me. I think <laughs> I think it's social media. Social yeah, media yeah, has empowered right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think It's right. made everybody an entertainer. It's made everybody a politician. And so now they feel their opinions matter. And if you, I don't know. I, I, I think it started from there. And YouTube comments. I think the negativity started from there. But it's like, it's terrible. It's really bad. But it's like uh, so when I play acne, when I start acne on my calendar, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a problem for a week. I'll leave here happy, and then go right back to the crap. <laughs> no, yeah, people don't get. I, speaking of Andy Kindler, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, I went and saw him, mm-hmm. and he was doing you know talking about Red Bull, and mm-hmm. so he said, you know how the people sit right next to the stage, mm-hmm. right? They sit right there. So Andy does his. If you drink Red Bull. You'll want to kill yourself. The guy in the front row goes, why don't you? Wow. And Andy looks down and he goes, what? He goes, why don't you kill yourself? Wow. So what Andy did, because I was with a guy, Mike Fitzgibbons, who's 6'6 and weighs about 340. Uh-huh. So he's looking for us. We're gonna, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, so they did a great job. They removed the guy. It wasn't a big scene or any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're very the good there, yeah. But then the guy waited outside and uh-huh. badmouthed everybody as they came out because he was waiting on the street. So you you remember that? Wow. No, but it happens more often. You Does it? Or really? people just it's, are like, it's oh, don't go in there. They suck. Worse worse. It is getting worse yeah. and worse and worse. Worse and worse and worse. I'm here to laugh. Yeah. I've been talking about this quite a bit lately. You guys, men and women, are the only ones left who can maybe get a good grip on what's really going on. Mm. You take the chances. Yeah. You guys get on stage. and you, Why would anybody get mad about that? It's, I don't it's, get it. Because it's easy. You know how people get 
when uh, when there's a murderer or a pedophile, let's say in the same jail, yeah, everybody wants to beat up the pedophile. Nobody wants to beat up the murderer because it's that's easy true. to beat up a pedophile. That's true. So when you attack the comedian and don't attack the politician, you're basically attacking the jester, not the I king. I like it, and so it's easier. I like it. That's and they they come after us because they know we got nothing, and they know just a couple of Yelp reviews, a couple of tweets, and our career is over. Look, look, you know what I mean? They know that. And I'll tell you something. The way it goes. We have an, an interest in a restaurant, right? And I tell the story quite often. A 19-year-old woman did a Yelp review. Uh-huh. She said, "And you'll love this." Yeah. As an Italian man, your <laughs> uh, her Yelp review was, "Oh, that restaurant! I hate that restaurant. I went to that restaurant and I ordered pasta negra, and it was black." <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they're well, so stupid, aren't they? And negre means black. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she was very upset that her pasta was That's black. Funny. I went to the comedy club, but he was telling jokes <laughs> in this day and age with all the horrible stuff in the world. He was up there being humorous. That's kind of the stuff that happened. Oh, I, it, do, it all really Yelp, does. It? All the Yelp reviews are just somebody who was wrong and got told they were wrong. That's what I'm convinced oh, that all oh. Yelp reviews are just uh, somebody to cause the problem, Yelp and they really kick them is, out, and now they attack that. Yeah, thing. it's yeah. people who yeah. cause the kind of problems that yeah. they. It's the kind of person who is constantly saying how much they're sick of drama. Yeah, it's like why? Why do you think drama, drama follows you yeah, around? Yeah. 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 So there's a whole there's whole sites dedicated to lies. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yelp is yeah, just a yeah. bunch of lies. It is. And the good reviews are like the cousin of the restaurant. You know what I mean? The good reviews are yeah, like... Yeah, the good true. reviews are fake and the bad reviews are also fake, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I don't even understand why it still exists. I don't know. Yeah, why did... I, I well, never, there's a reason people don't really pay uh, much attention I to it anymore. At, I don't even look at it. I guess so. I don't even look at it. Yelp, I don't need that. Yeah, I know. I stopped reading... Everything. I just type my thoughts in, like on Twitter or, or Instagram, and I just close the computer. I'm afraid to look at anything anymore. Cassie and I were talking about this earlier. You know, people go after me on the on the internet, and sure. Facebook, and Twitter, yeah, sure. and all that stuff. I can guarantee most of that is driven by other radio people. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy's a jerk. You know, thinking yeah. he can get me fired, and then they somehow do better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, come on. Yeah, I'm really hurt. Yeah, yeah. When I do those comics podcasts who are very confrontational, mm-hmm. their fans love confronting. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I did like Robert Kelly's once and I got attacked. And I'm I like, like yeah, Robert Kelly. I love Robert. He's, yeah, I Robert did it because I love guy. Robert. Yep. He's a good-hearted guy. He is. He's a very nice Great-hearted guy. guy. Yep. And some of his fans, are okay, they, just, they were like, oh, we didn't like that guy. I'm like, well, you, I was like, okay, I won't be back. Don't worry about it. I have no... It's totally, <laughs> I I like, it's totally fun. Totally fun. Yeah. My favorite is I did... Conan. Before I did Conan, I rehearsed the set at the Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory recorded it, put it on their website, on the YouTube. And so now I called them and said, can you take that down because I'm, I'm doing this on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So then I do it on, and then Conan airs it on YouTube. And all the comments are, he stole this off a guy at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. <laughs> they, wow. they accused me of stealing my own jokes. People are stupid and they shouldn't have a voice. Uh, yes. The majority of people should not have the... Right. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a reason their opinions never mattered till now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. why now they're being... Now there's equality. I was thinking, like, John Candy could be famous back then. And if you wanted to, if you wanted to write a letter to a celebrity, you had to, you had to call. You had to call and find yeah. the fan club. Oh, you had yeah. to get your mother to buy a stamp. You had to write yeah. a letter. You had to walk two blocks <laughs> to the mailbox. Now you can just type, you're a fat. You got a big neck. 
Like, I'm, like you have a big neck. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Really that's horrible. like the first comment on my YouTube video. Nice neck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. My whole twenty five years just reduced to my my neck size. Eighteen nice and a half. Neck. By the way, eighteen and a half neck. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason I say that is because yeah, yeah. mine used to be twenty. Really? My shirt size was twenty thirty seven. We look good. How'd you lose the weight? That's a thing called Nutrimose is a good plan. You take, you take these uh, supplements, no drugs or anything like that. You take supplements and you just don't get hungry. Really? Yeah, it really works well. But what do you do when you're born, though? When I'm born? Bored. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said born, too. Yeah, I'm I was sorry like, to, what? I, have, uh, I, still, have, I still have food in my throat. <laughs> I don't really get bored because of my wife. My, okay. You don't get bored around her. It's right. just, it just never happens. So Nutrimost and Mrs. Bernard. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that's how, that's exactly how you lose weight. It's wonderful. But I, was just, I just pointed out about an hour ago that that I she plays a monkey song. You know the monkeys. What was it? Here we come. Was there a theme song? Yeah, we're the monkeys. And I had to tell everybody that she does that to poke the bear. She does it to me because I have a thirty inch inseam and thirty seven inch arms, so I'm built like a monkey. And I know I'm built like a monkey. I'm very ape like. Uh, I pointed out to, the, to Mike Stanley that I can scratch my knee without bending over. That's impressive. It's true, though. You know, I am very ape-like, so just keep playing the monkey songs over there, Kathy. It'll be hilarious. I will. So, yeah, 18 and a half inch next, nothing. It, it is. You think it's nothing until you, uh, you're you trying on clothes for a funeral and you cannot. Like, I just can't show up. I'm sorry. I know I said I wanted the chicken at the wedding, but just kidding somebody else. <laughs> My date's going to bring somebody else. I can't be there. Back when I, the most I ever weighed was like 317. Right. So I go into, was it Valentino in Vegas? Okay. My wife goes, I got to go to Valentino. You should come in there and look at the suits. Hmm. So the guy says to me, what suit size, what's your suit and what's your coat size? <laughs> I said, uh, it's 56 long. He goes, okay. He grabs a 56 long. But in Italy, a 56 long is different than in America okay. because the sleeves are about that big around. Oh my God. 56 I got my millimeters? In, wow. I literally got my hand in it, and I couldn't get anything else in the sleeve. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. So I, I, do you have a 70, uh, 37? Maybe that's what I need. <laughs> I, don't, like I was saying to you yesterday, I don't even fit in my suit anymore. So I'm actually afraid to get too close to people because I'm afraid they'll invite me to their functions. <laughs> so I, I asked them questions like, how are you and Jenny doing? Oh, I just popped the question. All right, I'm going to tell you. Take care, Kevin. It was nice knowing you. Yeah, it'd yeah. be fine. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> you know, it is kind of interesting, though, because people now, um, they're probably the biggest they've ever been, I right, would yeah. think. So why is it still a great concern to a lot of people? I don't really understand. Oh, you're nice neck. Yeah, well, how's your neck looking? Because most likely it's yeah. not the you know the what it used to be back in the day, fourteen or yeah. I don't, I don't. There is a hatred now for fat people. I I don't know what it is, but this is a true story. About a month ago, I'm at Ralph's supermarket. Oh, I love Ralph. I so do I. And I didn't even know what it was until Big Lebowski when he was like, <laughs> "Is it just <laughs> just because right. we're brave doesn't That's make right. us saps? That's is there right. a Ralph's around here?" All right, you're so I right. go to and I saw John Goodman in a Ralph's. And I went up to him and I said, is there a Ralph's around here? And he had no idea what I was talking about. He thought, I was inside a Ralph's asking if there was a Ralph's around here. Because <laughs> yeah. that's his line. And he thought I was crazy. And he just walked away. How did he not know his own line? Because he forgets. He's moved on with his life. I, I'm, I yeah, still live okay. in his past. That's a great scene. Yeah. Right, so anyway, so I'm putting food on the counter, getting ready to pay for it. And there's a little millennial guy. Uh, race doesn't matter. He, he was standing there. Doesn't matter. He was Asian. 
<laughs> and he's going, he's reading a magazine, but he's not really reading. He's flipping the pages like, so it's just the cover. And so he's watching me put the food on the counter, and he goes, and I said, what's wrong? He goes, you're fat. That's what's wrong. He goes, you're getting all this frozen foods. He's like, yeah, you don't, probably don't exercise, and that's why you're fat. That's what's wrong. Oh and so I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even believe it. Yeah, really. So I grabbed this magazine. I just threw it across the supermarket, <laughs> and I called security over, and, and security was mad at both of us. And I said, no, you don't understand. He's mocking me for the products you're selling. And, that, yeah, and, that's I, true. and I won it right there. And they were like, okay, that's bye. But it's like, how is that? That's how bad things are getting. That though, just complete like when you I watch those videos, that. which people are getting attacked for wearing a Puerto Rican shirt, and uh, you know, and, and the black guy, people are getting called out for yeah. barbecuing. Yep. And fat people are getting called, uh, getting mocked for buying food at the grocery store. I mean, you're a big guy. Why would you ever insult a guy with shoulders as broad as yours? Because he knows his cameras around, and I'm not going to do yeah. anything. So you're not going to. Yeah, you can't do anything him. anymore. No, that's not fair. Yeah, let me just say that. I agree. I, but that's my whole point: is that things are, um, I don't know, just. There's no respect for fat people. That's why I have that joke. There's no fat rights. There's no Martin Luther Burger King Jr. (laughs) But still, and I defend fat people in the beginning of my set, and still the first thing people say to me outside is, it's like, you were great, you're fat bastard. I'm like, wow. They say that to you? I just offended fat people and made fun of people who make fun of fat people, and they still, it's crazy. The world's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Scalaro is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. It's great having you. Same here. I'll be shooting up at McDonald's probably next week. Hope you guys come. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my, because we got a a series of commercials coming out. So (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy being with you, Tom. I love talking to you, Brian. Thanks, Tom. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Choke I like them big. I like them chunky. Choke I like them big. I like them plumping. I like them round. With something, something. They like my sound. That was Brian Scalaro on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show, we have a comedian double up. With Chad Daniels and Ryan Stout. Next on the best of. I like them chunky, 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 and pump it, pump it, pump it, pump it, Chad Daniels in town tonight at the uh, courtyard at Andover. It's an 8 o'clock show tomorrow night at New Hope Cinema Grill. 8 o'clock show as well. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Ryan Stout joining us as well. He is at Acme. 8 o'clock. 8 (laughs) o'clock. Tonight and tomorrow night. At 10.30 as well. I'll throw that out there. 8 and 10.30. 8 and 10.30. Chad doesn't do 10.30. No, he doesn't do late shows. Where do you stay when you're here? Do you stay at the Marion? Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Probably Public good... can't know. <laughs> I stay. Uh... No, I just mean at hotels yeah, or hotel, with friends yeah. or yeah, you know, hotel friends. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta have my my space. I understand. Yeah. I look for a nice youth hostel. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I can afford better, but I just like to be amongst the uh, the trashiest people I can. Like James Franco. <laughs> well, that's, that's, what what that's why you're here. I mean, it's... that's where you could score drugs. Sure. Can't score drugs in a hotel as easily. No question. You have you to know, know somebody. Ryan was just talking about the difference between Jack Daniels, which is what Chad Daniels is having. And uh, Jameson, I was the kind of guy that if I drank beer, I could drink beer all night long and never really get all that buzzed. I'd just get a, a, kind of tired. Yeah, I wouldn't right. feel buzzed. I think uh, I would be. 
I mean, as the sun's coming up and I'm watching yeah. Field of Dreams for the ninth time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm crying. Because uh, dad never comes out of the thinking woods. About my, I mean, for me, it's more that they all invited James Earl Jones to go out there. Right. And Kevin Costner doesn't get invited. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's me being excluded is more of I what you identify well, with I Kevin Costner. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I, I but don't yeah, know about yeah, drinking that much on beer was no problem. No, Just it keep not. putting them down. Uh, if I drank whiskey, I wanted to kill someone within about one and a half. I don't know why, but I did. It just wasn't that much either. It was just like, uh, tequila was really bad. But why not just get kind of buzzed and eventually want to kill someone? Yeah. Well, I know, like, <laughs> so many people love <laughs> pot. They just love yes. marijuana. I can't and stand. Makes me tired. I've- I tried it hundreds of times, and I never, <laughs> I never got anything but tired. And I always wanted that effect that everybody else was getting, whatever right. that was, and right. I never got it. And uh, my friend, years ago, um, when California first legalized medical marijuana, he mm-hmm. went, okay, I'm going to go. It's like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. He's like, I'm going to go get my medical marijuana card, and then I'm going to go buy some weed legally. And he came back like two hours later. He was like, Ryan, look, I got this bottle. I know you always go to sleep when you smoke. So I got this. It's supposed to pick you up and make you talkative and make you conversational. So let's do this. And we tried that. And then I yawned and I went, I'm going to take a nap. And he was like, are you kidding me? And so that was the last time I ever tried it because I was like, well, clearly this doesn't affect me. Not your deal. However, it does everybody else. I I tried it one time. Uh, My memory stopped working and I went to sleep an hour later. (laughs) Memory stopped. Long term. All of it. All of the terms. No memory at all. Who am I? The Simpsons. And after one bit, I was like, I don't remember what that bit just was. It wasn't. He didn't even go to his bed. He just found a bed. He didn't know who it was. Yeah. Is this a bed? I I forgot. You know, Chad, you could probably explain this if you just call your wife. Genetics. We're talking here. Sure. I have pretty much an eidetic memory. I never forget anything. And he remembers nothing. I mean, from day to day. He remembers weird shit that doesn't make any sense. My memory works the opposite of how it should. I have a pretty bad memory, too. You do? Like, I I remember very specific things, but only if they are irrelevant. Yeah. I remember some things very clearly, and then everything else, I don't know what you're talking about. I took that nine number, that 81 number thing, the nine numbers across and nine numbers down. I can still remember it. It's horrible. You mean a multiplication table? No, there's a test you can take from memory where there are nine numerals across. You mean counting to nine? Nine across and then nine rows mm-hmm. down. And I can to this day remember what those numbers are. Wow. I think you think you remember what the numbers oh, are. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you I remember. Well, I mean, we wouldn't know anyway. He could just start yeah, listing exactly. off the numbers. One, two, two three, four, five. <laughs> I think, I think it ended somewhere 81. at 81. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there were random numbers. The thing that made it kind of easy, though, is the first three numbers were nine. It was 999. Nine, nine. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just made it a lot easier. Right. Because there's nine across, nine down, and it starts with 999. Nine, nine. It's not that hard to remember. There's a system to do it. Anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Actually, anybody can do practice, it. Practice, yeah. Yeah, you just practice this method and you could do it. Well, yeah, that's, that's like when you. Know, you... That, that's what that book we were talking about, uh, Moonwalking with Einstein, right. Right. Uh, in essence, teaches. That anybody can do it. The mm-hmm. memory house or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's like when you 
when I first heard going to St. Kate's, they had everybody take this how to study test. And it was like you had to find. Did they talk that way? Yes. How you need to study. Kai would have fucking left. Learn Kate's, to uh, learn. Yeah, no the graduation <laughs> speech girl did. They, oh, yeah. Someone came in and said, how you need to study. Yep. <laughs> And then the class was over. St. Cain's a geisha school? We paid $10,000. Ah, you need to study. You That's put the Asian chat. spin on it. And then at the end of every class, they go, Mao! Yes. Oh, nice. Just, anyway. It's a nice touch. My point was... Yes, dear. ...that every single person has a way of having a really good memory. They just don't know what triggers the whole thing. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. I should mention, by the way, Ryan, because it's not really fair, but she's my daughter. He's my son. I my, was putting that together. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever one. Clever really one. My little brother, did you put that together? together? Yes, yes. Put it together. I grew up side by side. This Don is a Shelby. dog. Uh, a dog. That's an animal. Yes. Yes. Also over there. Also yeah, related. You know, There's Chad another dog out there, too. Mike yeah. Rasmussen. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Jude's here. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned the whole, like, memory and people have different memory and things like that. Because I remember um, when I was going to school, I was always terrible in the morning. Just nothing I did before lunch ever um, the grades were just lower, really? yeah. you know, um, but anything in the afternoon, I would just kill it. Yeah. So when I got to college, I was like, well, no morning classes. Mm. We'll no. just do afternoon and night. I like it. And, and you uh, realize the you grades skyrocketed. No well, the problem is they have all these standardized tests like the SATs where they're like, be there at 8 a.m. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. And so then I'm like, well, what about the rest of us who are more nighttime people? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. well, society doesn't care for you. That's pretty much true. <laughs> Tough shit. And I, I said, well, fine. I will be an entrepreneur that works at night in comedy clubs exactly. and I will do just fine without you. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem with that whatsoever, as a matter of fact. When I when I was drafted into the Marine Corps during the Vietnam War. He was not a Marine. Shortly before I, shooting no, I didn't himself end up going. in the leg. They didn't want me. But there are several tests that you have to take. Failed all of them. The, one was mechanical aptitude. Uh-huh. Are you talking about the ASVAB? Would you call me? <laughs> I don't know what the ASVAB is. The ASVAB is basically uh, you have to take it. Aptitude to be in the service. Yeah, basically. It's like an IQ test for would-be yes. soldiers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are like seven parts to it. And the sergeant, and his name, by the way, was Sergeant Hate. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Was Hate he a wrestler? Was he a character in Clue? H-A-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> he had a candlestick Hate. with him. Um is H-A-I-G-H-T, Sergeant Hate. Interesting. He called me in and he said, uh, look, we know what you're trying to do here and it's bullshit. We're not going to put up. I said, what are you talking about? He said, your test. You, you tanked the test on purpose. I said, I did not. What are you talking about? And he said, look, you aced six of the quizzes. And the seventh one, mechanical aptitude, you failed miserably because I then, suck at that. I, I'm terrible. Mm. Did you say, ask anyone that's ever watched me screw in a light bulb how true well story. I... My wife, Brian, I think you met my wife. Terrible. Uh-huh. She comes to me one time and says, um, I'm only telling you this because I've got somebody on the way to do this. I said, what? He goes, the light's out in the garage. <laughs> she wouldn't let me change the light bulb in the garage. <laughs> really? It's a true story. It's weird Quite because I, I've just always suck. been really good at that. And you're really good at that stuff. Me too. That's one of the very few things I'm, I'm good handy. at. That's I'm a handy gal. Yeah, I mean, my grandfather built his own house, and then my dad's an engineer. My older brother studied electrical engineering. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if I have to, like in college, I would buy something from Ikea, and I would put it together, right, right. and it would be up. 
And then I would meet people who were like, oh, I would never do that. I would always hire somebody to put it together for me. Ikea furniture? Yeah, you could just get on Craigslist and be like, somebody will do it for 25 bucks. They'll come over to your place and they'll put it together. There are people that can't put together Ikea furniture other than my father. The mechanical aptitude (laughs) to follow directions. directions. (laughs) And their picture directions. No words. Yeah, with an Allen wrench, isn't it? Isn't it pretty much it's an Allen wrench? Allen wrench. Yep, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Or That's a, your only tool. Yeah, or a hex wrench, yeah. I still or couldn't a, do it. there can be like a screwdriver every once but in a while. But not often. Not often. But yeah, I just, uh, no. I got, I don't know why. I think I'm part Jewish or something. Yeah. Because it's all the Jews in the neighborhood. You can remember that number either. table, though. I can remember that. right. I could do that if you, hey, look, just, I don't know what a hell a carburetor is. See, I didn't, I never had any interest in that stuff. You're like, mm-hmm. I want a fast car or I want Well, the, I don't know, you know crap about cars. No. Sure. Yeah, I don't never. either. Oh, I had a friend who spent his whole high school years underneath a car just monkey wrenching around and dealing with things. And then all of a sudden they got him to take the, uh, uh, what what the the MCATs and yeah, yeah, right. uh, he really didn't know anything about it, but he did really well on the MCATs. And then they were like, "What have you been doing with your whole high school career?" <laughs> and they he was like, oh, "I was just under a car." He just understood how things fit together. Yeah. So then the MCATs, he was like, "Well, that kind of makes sense that the heart would see. I can't do that. push mm-hmm. blood to this area, and then there would be a problem." Yeah, I got no shot. That's that's how I <clears throat> finally learned how to take tests. Yeah. I will eliminate something. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how you do it. And then start to see what fit the best. I am going to call uh, Ms. Daniels in Fergus Falls and, and tell her, if you ever need to get your husband to shut up, just give him a glass of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Have you no. even drank from it yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. One little sip from it. But now he's listening. drunk. <laughs> I was just listening. The he's way a I, quiet drunk. The way I uh, found out to take tests is I just quit college. Yeah, just plan. completely walked out one hey, day. Hey, me too. With three years at a community college, no one in maybe the state of Minnesota can beat me in ping pong. <laughs> but I'm still a freshman credit-wise at the community college after three years. I'm kind of like you, except replace ping pong with sleeping and doing nothing of value. He's oh. good at that. Well, then you're nothing like me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, you could, uh, you know, Cy Amundsen, you could beat him at ping pong. I can guarantee you that. Well, yeah. He thought, oh, God, he was talking so much shit. Well, my dad played with me when I was little, so I could probably 21 nothing suck it. <laughs> you and your reach that you have on me. He does have reach, man. Yeah, but he's a punk. Ryan, you know Cy Amundsen? I do. I met him once or twice. Yeah, Cy's yeah a I've guy. seen him around. I've seen his name on comedy club calendars around the country. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a guy. And on yeah. our website about 12 different times. Oh, I've never been to your website. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. I'm you don't do your research. Way to go, Ryan. I'm deeply hurt now. Yeah. That happens to me quite hey, a bit. You don't Woodhull peruse the Tom Bernard Show website frequently? I, you should. Yeah, Andy Woodhull I'm, I'm did. Don't, tell, don't try to tell me you have yeah. something better to do. <laughs> do you think it's a, a personality disorder that I have? And yes. Chad, and Chad and I were talking about that the other day. The first time I met Chad, I wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I really like him. Why did you yeah, that? you were two whiskeys deep. No! no. I, I don't know. I, just didn't, I don't know. But mm. is it a... Is it a personality disorder when you, like, really love something or really hate it and there's nothing else in here? Bipolar disorder? <laughs> no, I don't think it is. That's not actually, that's not bipolar disorder. Not, I will okay. tell you. Uh, okay. I don't think it is. I think if you didn't like me the first time we met and that was just you're going to be your opinion of me for the rest of your life. That'd be different. Yeah. That's a disorder. Well, yeah, yeah. But if right. you're willing to let people 
you know, get in and give me a big hug or whatever I did. Well, you made me laugh like a son of a bitch since that day, so that might have something to do. I guess having your default be low is just kind of distrust. My default is always, I'm going to fuck you up. That's my default. (laughs) Wow. It is, honestly, guy. JB on uh, on the NIT. But he's not impressed with himself. I have nothing to do with gopher basketball. What's that ring? He won the Super Bowl. Gopher baseball. Oh, 2010. Oh, There's another one, go. too. What's the other one? Go for men's golf, 2000. Who'd you take those from? No. When you work, bust your butt to make sure they're ready to go, you get a ring, too. That's nice. Have you guys ever heard of the soul cycle? It's an exercise called soul cycle? Yes. No. It's, no the place is called soul cycle. Oh, it and is? it's just spin classes. Oh, it sounds like classes. where people go when they die. The soul cycle. Soul cycle. <laughs> Or it's yes. what you put on a washing machine when your soul gets really fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It runs through the soul cycle. You, you, you put it on soul yeah. cycle. I literally thought it was a bicycle you stole from someone else. <laughs> that would make more sense to me. Why did I, you bring up soul cycle? Because, uh, so who was doing the soul cycle? Oh, the woman who lost all that weight on The Biggest Loser? Right. Oh, yeah. She's, she, she is, I mean, did you guys see this woman? She's yeah. the yeah. thinnest uh, amazing. person. She's, she's way too, too thin, thin. But she's now she put is. 20 pounds back on by That's, soul cycling. Now, oh, yeah. Because you need S-O-L-E or S-O-L-E. S O U L. How funny would my joke be that it's somebody else's bicycle if it was S O L E? Bitch. Because you grew up in a black neighborhood. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I wouldn't know how to spell. <laughs> $250,000 for the person that loses the most amount of weight on that show. Yet there's really? never been a show on TV called I've Always Been Skinny, Where's My Money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what, I want money for yeah. being thin. I think it's. The only that way to go. That's a good point. Because spinning is, yeah, I do. I spin, and it's a freaking workout, man. You know what I'm going to do for my? I want, you know what I want for my next birthday? Tell me. I would like to I'll sit in a room so. on my next birthday with Chad Daniels and Don Shelby and you, and just watch them both light you up like a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I ever did to either it's of them. It's kind of an opposite well, roast kind of situation. Let me tell you. What I, I want to tell you. You didn't do anything either. to me, but I want you to know. Okay. You're a vegetarian. Yeah. You don't eat sugar for Lent. Yeah. You and your dumb Dan go hiking all the time. Yeah. Your stupid <laughs> new house. Why is he dumb? Well, because he goes hiking. Yeah. Stupid. Worthless. You go to cycling class, and you work two hours a week. Week on the show. I am also yeah. a nanny, actually. Oh, I didn't know you were nanny. Yes. That makes me even angry. <laughs> That's everything a, I do. It's a rescue dog. Is that correct? Is it a rescue yes. dog? Okay, there you go. Yes. Light her up. How Ryan, big shot, was man. this shooting star when you fucking wished upon it when you were a little girl? <laughs> I mean, this thing <laughs> must have been a fucking rocket right here. Oh, Happy birthday! <laughs> Why do you want people to be mean I to me? I think it's father? hilarious. Why do you yeah. think it's funny? No, they're that not being mean to you. They're just he, pointing out. He thinks you're strong enough to take it. Oh. Number one. See. And number not two, enough. he likes the fact that people pay attention to you. Yes. That's how I take Thank it. Like you, when sir. people make fun of me, I'm always like, oh, you're paying attention to me? That's nice. You really, <laughs> That's why you're you a comedian. You really paid attention to me. You figured out the flaws, and now you're making fun of them, and I'm okay with that. I think it's all wonderful. I just, I, I have such a good time. Oh, Andy's so going to take pictures sweet. now. And I also so think sweet. if my daughter ever holds her rescue dog on her lap and pets it like a villain, oh, people oh. should get to make fun of her. <laughs> like, should be a cat, though, shouldn't it? Yes. The villain's always petting cats. Yes. They're always petting cats. It's true. I, no, it's it's good for you. It builds your character. Mm-hmm. I actually, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Oh, no. Had, if I ever had the impression that you 
uh, couldn't take it, I wouldn't dish it out. Yeah. That's okay. a fact. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. I understand. That's why he doesn't get picked on. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why Andy doesn't sweet take Andy. any abuse at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Andy. Andy, what are you doing? Oh, you're trying he, to get a picture of him. He's trying to get us picks. Well, I didn't want the giant It is weird. Like, when you're back there and you're talking, I kind of forget. <laughs> so they, I'm like, what is happening? I, I should mention, and while Andy's taking pictures, Ryan Stout is at Acme tonight and tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. Tonight, Chad Daniels is at the Courtyard, the Handover, and 8 o'clock show, and then tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, at the New Hope Cinema Grill. I want to so, go to the New Hope Cinema Grill. Well, I've heard nothing but good things well, about why don't you wait until Wait until Sunday. You might hear some bad things. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You might be able to go tonight, but it's probably sold out, I would assume. How strange does that feel, Alex, that uh, while everything that was said about you is things that we have discussed on this program, these guys went, and that's a rescue dog. (laughs) How fucking predictable is that? There you go. Ryan had to point it out. I like to be nice. Well, I think they could just tell from Bella's, uh, her, uh, what do you call it, when someone's... Demeanor? Yeah, but like uh, her ambiance. Joie de vivre. Yeah. <laughs> really? Joie de vivre. That's what he was trying to the get at. The dog's joie de vivre. <laughs> yeah, joie de vivre. That's exactly if we go outside and look in your battery-powered car, <laughs> <laughs> will we find a Sarah McLaughlin CD in oh, play? No. I can't do the It's too sad listening yeah. to any Sarah McLaughlin song ever. I wouldn't tell can't that to Chad if I were you. It's just another soft spot. <laughs> it's something to go after. Yeah. Actually, um, she's going to be one of the last people in our family to ever get a battery-powered car. Because Dad's going to have one pretty soon, aren't you? Yeah, I already had one. October. Uh, well, it yeah, was, that's it true. It was a you great did. car. Can't I, wait. Not, I owned one of the one of the first Tesla Roadsters. Uh huh. It was a great car. And I'm going to get one as soon as I'm a millionaire. What does that yeah. mean? It was a great car. What happened? I sold it. Oh, okay. I heard uh, there's the Roadster. The early Roadsters had a thing called bricking. Where if the battery stopped working, the car would stop, stop, and you couldn't push it to the side of the road. Mm-hmm. It just stays right where it is. The wheels locked. The wheels lock up, yeah. and you cannot move it. It has just... to be literally lifted onto a truck by a crane. Oh. I said, I don't Which really makes sense. That makes yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of sense. Well, that's what you want to do. Well, much for a vehicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true. You, know? you want to like, cause... Oh, you can afford It was fast, though. I will tell you, it was fast, <laughs> man. That thing it went... drove like a golf cart. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> well, like a 200-mile-an-hour uh, golf cart. But it didn't coast. It was the weirdest thing. Your butt was this far away from the street. That's true. I mean, like, when you sat in the car, you were literally sitting, like, Maybe six inches off the road. Yeah, I don't was... know how people didn't hit like you know small sure. rocks and die. Right. <laughs> now what he's talking about next is that Cadillac has a new ELR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have had it by now, but again, painting it purple with the zebra interior it took extra. <laughs> I thought you were going with the white Louis Vuitton interior. Well, settle down. Don't try. <laughs> I'm gonna sick Chad on you. Now you're done. <laughs> I always, I always drove uh, like two door coupes, and I would just yeah. zip in and out of traffic and didn't care. Fabulous. And then, uh, in like 2009, I bought a Toyota Prius. Oh god! Because I live in Hollywood, sure. and so what you do is if you, you can't, friends. if you can't afford a Mercedes, mm-hmm. you just go with the Toyota Prius. That right. way, people are like, well, clearly he must be doing well in Hollywood, he, he, and he's making a statement. Ryan you know, and Larry know. David. Yeah, uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure. Everybody else, they're like, oh, Ryan's just one of those environmentally friendly. And I'm like, no, I just can't afford a, a Maybach. <laughs> a Maybach. Um, yeah, Maybach's a little <laughs> But I will say this, that uh, my, my days of 
just driving like an a-hole were over because I would just press down on the gas pedal and the car would go nowhere. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was not going to lurch up. forward. And I, no. you know, there'd be a semi coming, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get in front of it. Oh, I'm not getting in front of it. <laughs> yeah. So now I, I truck around at 35 miles an hour, and I'm like, yep. Safe driver. Why is it that everyone who drives a smart car is a total pain in the ass? You know those little smart cars about the size of this computer? Yeah. Jesus Christ, could you be a bigger pain in the ass? Well, for one, smart cars, there are new technology, so they're all early adopters, you know, like getting right on that trend. So that keeps you from signaling your turn? Well, they're fad chasers. (laughs) (laughs) Signaling doesn't bring you any closer to popularity. It's like, could you indicate? Well, there's got to be some level of... uh, the anxiousness and anticipation, knowing that you're, you know, inside a pub, yeah. hanging out, and then somebody's outside and they're just tipping your car over. <laughs> well, that's like true. that's got to be <clears throat> worrying. I, I was going to say the the fear factor of knowing that you're in that tiny compartment. Yeah, well, if it starts raining, your car just falls apart. <laughs> you can't take the force of the drops. It's a paper mache. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. getting rear-ended in one of those yeah, just sounds like you're, 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 dead. Just, you're dead. Well, you're the back person. seat's not big enough for that. Except for that one teen, what is it? What is the name of that show again? The Rear End Teenage Mom, or what? Oh yeah, is Backdoor it? Teenage Mom. Backdoor Teenage Mom. Which I don't understand. Okay, what yeah, happens what the on the show? Like what TV show? What is? So what, yeah. does that refer? what is the plot of this show? It's a it's a woman her name's something Abraham or something. So like follows that. one woman, and she was a. It's like from Council Bluffs, Iowa, right? I think so. Yeah, and then she okay. did a porno or something. Or yeah, we've we dated. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we did rather she, uh, You have all the best showbiz connections. Jim. I really do. <laughs> yeah, but the, she, you're right. She actually made a reference, Ryan, and I'm not kidding you. It's an actual TV show, and I don't know what network is on. Uh, the only time I've ever seen her is on The Soup with Joe McHale. I'm going to guess E. KP Anderson, of course, from uh, Cambridge, I'm not Minnesota. That. Great guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was about uh, to Google the title, but she no. actually said, and the name of the show is Backdoor Teenage Mom. Okay, and she committed. So I guess I wasn't. Uh, no, you. That's why I stopped. I said okay, and then basically. You but she just said during one of the shows, uh, she thought she had done something wonderful, and she actually said, "I really pulled that one out of my ass." <laughs> she actually said that. So I'm they actually still, named the okay, TV show. I'm s- yes. still not understanding what this show is about. I it's don't a know woman that was in a porn. And now she's a mother. Well, it's like any other E show. Can we use the phrase "takes it up the pooper" here? <laughs> yes, because can. I think that's be the more only delicate. way to get be more through. delicate. Listen, Sarah Abraham. No, I was Well, you asked a question, Sarah Abraham, about what it is, yeah. and I'm telling you, she enjoys the reverse of the digestion process. Yes, she does. <laughs> well, the, the, thing that, yes. the thing that I'm confused about is. How did they let a show have that name? The show is the yeah. show is Teen Mom, and her, oh. her porn movie is back. Okay, right that's right. that's a little oh, different. The confusion. Oh, the show is Teen Mom. Teen yeah. Okay, on MTV. I know what that is. That's What's where she gained her fame. She was one of the famous cool. people from that. Which and then one is she? She made a porno. The one who back made Backdoor Teenage Mom, teenage mom right. obviously. Yeah. These clips have absolutely colluded in being the best of the Tom Bernard podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from John Bush, Brian Scalaro, Chad Daniels, and Ryan Stout. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.